new, 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 new pod world order. Hey everybody, this is actor, musician, author Scott Schiaffo, known from the films Clerks, Vulgar, Linger, It Eats Our Us, and a myriad of other gack. Want to say hey, Marshall and Pat, keep rocking it on Always Bet on Geek. And if you're listening to this podcast, you have made a good life choice. You know what quality entertainment is, and you know how to support the individual artists that are bringing it to you. Keep up the good work. I'm out. Limousine, riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, always been on Geek Podcast. Woo! <laughs> Hi, this is Mike Zapsick from AMC's Comic Book Man, and you're listening to Always Been on Geek. Wait a minute, didn't Wesley Snipes say that? Didn't Wesley Snipes go to prison? Didn't Wesley Snipes go to prison for tax evasion? Don't bet on black, folks. Bet on geek. Hello there, this is Declan Quinn, a.k.a. Old Creaky Knees. And you're listening to Always Bet on Geek. Enjoy the episode, and remember, you can always visit me at the Disney showers. Hashtag Graveyard Shade forever! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Always Bet on Geek with Marshall and Pat. Okay. The recorded has begun. It has begun, huh? It has begun. What's up, everybody? This is Marshall. How y'all doing today? Everything good with y'all? Everything's good here. Welcome to Always Bet on Geek. I'm sitting here in this loud-ass recliner chair in the Hall of Geekdom. My little girl's in there in the headphones, so pretty soon you should expect a bellowing. And as, I don't want to say as always, but as usual, most of the time, I am... I guess on on that note, he was trying to do a smooth way to to work me in, but what's up? This is your friendly neighborhood co-host, Pat, across the... Red Deck Oasis, and as always, this has always been old geek. Smooth. <laughs> it is. Just like the tapioca pudding that they shit that I'm giving out every couple of minutes here. <laughs> Where do we go from here? Oh, you know, that's cool because two things. One, I've learned that Netflix is taking off Buffy at the end of April <laughs> and that hurts my heart and two the episode you know the classic episode what's more with feeling the one I was Buffy. just singing yes okay the the copy Netflix has is horribly cut and horribly edited like I went to go rewatch it's not it the whole, with my sister the whole episode? 
No, no. I mean, they they cut out scenes. They they trim whole songs, and like um, me and my sister are watching Why? it, and we're like, wait a second, isn't there, isn't there like a song that goes here? And like, what about this what's, scene? What's the purpose of cutting anything out of that episode, though? Well, because I actually went to go look it up. Um, the episodes Netflix is currently showing are the remastered high def versions of Buffy. Okay. And the copy of Once More with Feelings they're showing is the syndicated edit cut. So you you may not remember, but when they originally showed Once More with Feeling, it ran long. Mm-hmm. But the but the network was so confident and you know, it was Buffy that they gave them the extra time to do it. Well, when the show went into syndication, they were like, we can't give them time. It has to fit in this time block. So they did the syndicated edit <laughs> where well, it is... <laughs> at least, you know, they cut out shit like, yeah. uh, you know, they got the mustard out and all the little silly side songs and shit like that. No, 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 no. They kept all that. <laughs> they they did Anderson cuts from the main songs. <laughs> like they kept, I got the mustard out. They kept the, the you know, with the yeah. woman is, which, which I love. I love those two. They make me well, laugh yeah, every time. Two, two so the main writers that, or directors or which one, uh, the dude from the mustard yeah, writers. writers, Marty Knoxon and whatever the fuck dude's name is. But yeah, they're just as important yep. to the show as Joss is. So, yeah, but so they kept that, but they cut like, man, it was, uh, it it was like a butchery of the episode. It was like the first time you saw the remastered version of Star Wars: A New Hope or uh, Return of the Jedi when you're like, wait, where's all my favorite music? Well, see, here's the thing: I don't hate on the remastered edits of those. I'm not two hating. I'm just, I miss the the old Ewok music. That's all. See, I hated the old Ewok music. Well, regardless so I if I like the music or not, that was my childhood. That brings me back. That that song brings me back to whenever I was living. God, I don't even remember where I was. It makes me think of when I was in Nebraska, but I'm pretty sure I wasn't in Nebraska at the time. I think I was in Memphis. Return of the Jedi came out when eighty. Four eighty-five. Um, it's every two years. So, New Hope seventy-seven, Empire seventy-nine. I think it. Which the Jedi was? We live in the future. Seven years later, or something. Let's see. Let's X the all the way Google. Yes, Google is my friend. Return of the Jedi nineteen eighty-three. Eighty-three. So when was Empire Strikes Back again? 77, 79? I think, I think it was 79, let's see. So I really think it was a bigger gap between two and... No, uh, Empire Strikes Back was 1980. So it's every three years. Huh. New Hope, 77, because that's my birth year, and I always remember yeah. that. Empire, 1980. Jedi 83. Well, I can always remember it because it's uh, 
it's the same year and month that I was born. Ah, that's right, May. Yeah. Speaking of that, man, speaking of that, it feels weird to be 40. Because <laughs> I turned 40, I guess, last weekend in March. Oh, there we go. Yeah, she doesn't know her volume. Well, happy birthday, old man. Uh, well, thank you. Surely I said happy guess... birthday to you already, though. You did, but it was funny because we were um, talking on my birthday about other stuff, and then you were like, hey, let's, I think, let's work on a character, or like, let's do something. Oh, hang on. Okay, yep. Let's pause for a slight intermission. What'd you say to me, woman? So what were you saying? Oh, but right, yeah. So we were actually talking on my birthday and we're talking about everything but my birthday. And then Mosh was like, hey, you want to, you know, work on a character or do something? And I was like, I I can't, man. I'm going to just pretty much chill out for my birthday. He was like, oh, oh, dude, it's your birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday, man. (laughs) Thanks, Mosh. I suck, with, I suck with dates, man. Hey, say that's why I'm not hated. It was just funny because I'm the same way. Like, if it wasn't for Facebook, Facebook and and notifications and Siri, stuff, yeah. try to keep it, try to keep it more <laughs> upbeat. Uh, well, speaking of upbeat, if y'all haven't seen hashtag Mister Influence lately on Twitter, you may be surprised. There have been some changes. My boy has shaved off all of his hair, man. It caught me off guard. I was on Twitter just scrolling, scrolling. And all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. Who, Who is this? Oh, my God. Until I shave off, <laughs> until I shave off my goatee and my mustache. Oh, so you're going completely clean shaven? Yeah, not for long. I don't like it, but it's been a long time since I've seen my face and since I've lost all this weight. I think that uh, I would like to see the way I look. Post a couple of pictures and then grow it all back because my mustache and my goatee grow back normal speed. It's just my cheeks that never grow. So, And I shaved my head myself, so I, I couldn't get the back of my neck, so I look all fucking ragged and shit. I got to get somebody to... Get me sometime today before I go to work tomorrow. But I normally put my hair up underneath my hat. You can't tell <clears throat> that I have long hair, so they probably won't even notice. Well, I mean, you had long hair on the episode of Comic Book Man, and in the picture of you posing with the crew of the stash, your hair is long and out your cap. Well, yeah, so. it's out of my cap. Normally, because, you know, I shave all around the sides. And I just have the right. top so that I can put my hair in a top knot and put a hat on and you think I have short hair. And that's the way I keep it at work. I mean, they know I have long hair, but if I don't take my hat off, they'll never know. Well, I guess the moral of the story is it caught me off guard. Because <laughs> I, I was expecting it. I had shaved it just a little too high. So it was kind of becoming like a mohawk. But my hair's thinning out. And my hairline's receding a little bit and... 
Is it? Yeah, I'll send you the other picture of just the top of my head. It's And it's uneven, too. It's not even receding evenly. I may not be able to grow my hair long and have it look good. Anyway, it's it was thinning out, the hair was. So, really, I could only just wear it in a ponytail or, like, a, a bun or a top knot or some shit. I could never wear it down because it just looked really thin and stringy and stuff. No, I didn't. You know, if I'm going to have long hair, I would like to wear it down sometimes, you know. Right. And it just got to the point where for like the past year, I don't wear it down. I just put it up in ponytails or knots or whatever, which is cool, but I mean, damn. Well, does it feel... Does it feel different or better? I mean, uh, I feel like uh, I mean, is whatever it, it is, um, when amputees, the ghost feeling or whatever, <laughs> I keep feeling right. my hair on stuff and I keep moving my, my arm to like get my hair out of my way from when I'm sleeping and stuff and, and it's not there. Or I sat back just now when I first sat down to record and I like tried to grab my hair to see if it was in a ponytail because I didn't feel it on my neck. It's like, I don't remember going to sleep with a ponytail. And somebody told me on Twitter, our friend, uh, what's her name? Her name is Sarah. I'm trying to think of what her Twitter name is. Kiwi Sarah. Kiwi, Kiwi me Sarah. She thinks I should go as Walter White for Halloween now. <laughs> One of my oldest friends went as Walter White for Halloween. And he actually shaved off all of his hair and he had the hat and everything and when he sent me the photo I was like holy shit this is some very effective Heisenberg cosplay going on here like he really pulled it off I have not I don't, I don't have issues because I think he's cool but I never really watched the show a whole lot I just saw maybe a handful of episodes from season one and two Okay. So, and I'm not going to wear tidy whities out like that. <laughs> well, how hard are you going to cosplay, well, I mean, man? You know, like, if I'm are you just going to go? You know what I'm saying? It, that's the way it is. <laughs> but, yeah. but, it, but nobody can actually see your underwear if you're wearing pants. So you can just tell people you're wearing, you're wearing well, you, Walter you White tidy whities. The whole classic thing where they're in the whatever, the the mobile home the Winnebago and they're in their fucking in the aprons and the their whitey tidies with the little gas masks on that's what I would do I guess there's lots of different uh that's that's the thing I haven't just seen but a couple of episodes so I have limited stuff to go on like I've seen pictures of him in a black hat yeah that's that's like the classic but I've never, I've never seen hat, any like, episodes put, with that so you, I don't really know I have a, a coat just like that the like yeah off off white kind of tan coat because it was my grandfather's and it probably is even the exact same brand it looks the same but I mean I don't know it's not that important to me I don't yeah like whenever he whenever he put on the hat that's when you know shit was going down okay yeah I, I don't know I've seen memes and quotes and all kinds of stuff but that is actually that is actually a show you should actually make time to watch when you can and when you can afford it like I know I and I know I'm slightly <laughs> I'm that person because like 
most of my friends are like, have you seen The Wire? You gotta watch The Wire, man. The motherfucking Wire! And so, I know how it is for people. I'm like, go watch this show. It's so awesome. And you're thinking, when I have time, I'll make time for it. Maybe. Whatever. So now... I'm going to flip the script and become that person and tell you, watch Breaking Bad. It is also, it's one of my favorite shows ever. Yeah, three <laughs> words, 40 packs. Okay, Can go you guess it. what these three words might be? Actually, I can't. I can't. Kingdom of Heaven. It's early. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, well done. Because I actually... <laughs> How could you forget about that? It's been so many years. I have, with man. You about this it was gone. So it was gone. It was gone, man. Mm-hmm. So I guess a little backstory. I've been trying to get Pat to watch the movie Kingdom of Heaven with uh, Orlando Bloom, and I think Jeremy Irons is in it. <laughs> yeah. There, there's a few, there's a few pretty good actors. And for some reason... He's at this point. He's refusing to watch it just for the fucking spiteful, the story of it. But <laughs> yeah, now, now you know, it's like you know, with with fans of hip hop and rap are like they do it for the culture. He's doing it for the culture now. I'm doing it for the story <laughs> because honestly, at first I had every attention watching this movie there was actually one night when I had it in my DVD player and I got distracted by something else and I just never made time for it but now it's just for the story (laughs) until it's all good it'll be alright cause he'd probably go and see it or one of his friends would put it on and he'll watch it with them and then he'll never tell me because he can't tell me (laughs) <laughs> no no I would if that happened I would actually call and or text you and go with it's happening man it's happening <laughs> Liam Neeson uh, he has some pretty good quotes There, there's one quote I, I can't quote it but it was something like um, they were talking about how tough he is or something he said that he once fought fought some battle with a arrow in his testicle or something like that. I can't remember the, the actually it's been so long since I've seen it. But he was calling him like a wuss or was was like, yeah, well, one time something something and I was I was fighting with an arrow arrow in my testicle or some shit. It was bad. How uh and now imagine in that time when they didn't understand surgery or medicine or germs well, and they understood some stuff. At the and, but most people who yeah. got injured died. And, <laughs> you know? Right. Because <laughs> they didn't understand germs in fact, of infection. In that, in that movie, so, he got shot with an arrow in the ribs and died from the infection. So Now, imagine if you're a, a soldier or a knight out there and you get hit in the testicles. Even if you survive the battle, you may not... I mean, you may lose your balls because they don't know what the fuck they're doing when they pull that shit out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, yeah, you probably uh, won't lose your balls. That'll cut the infection right there. That's why they would amputate, and that's why they would do lots of stuff. I'm not a medical anything, so I don't really know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I've heard stories of, like, Civil War and stuff. Yeah. In fact, 
that was the main killer <laughs> in the Civil War. Infection. I don't know about the, and, the know, main they still killer, did man. It. Those fucking those fights were no, fucking. No, brutal, it was man. like the fights were brutal, but more people died after the battles because of infection and just like sickness because they would they would reuse the same tool on on multiple people and like uh, uh, oh god so I just want to know whose idea it was who was the one who came up with the idea to stand in lines across from each other and take turns shooting into that that seems so fucking retarded it's not even funny I mean, none of the soldiers are like, I'm not well, just going to stand yeah. here and get shot. Are you fucking kidding? Can we not take cover? Can we not, you know, is there not something that we can do? That is what they were raised with. And in fact, you know who changed that? Americans. The guerrilla warfare. The southern folks. We were, yeah, because, yeah, well, no, I mean, in the revolution, we were getting our asses kicked until we were like, wait a second. We don't have to fight like this. We could go guerrilla style and just start killing people. And so that's what that's what made the change. It was like, yeah, 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 no. We can't fight like this. If we fight like this, we're going to lose this war. We're going to have to change it up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. That was the South that did that. Wait, revolution. You said, re- it? You said, it was you like, said revolution. Uh, I keep thinking yeah. of Civil War. The, yeah, the revolution. No matter yeah. how much you say revolution, I'm thinking Civil War. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't pack the second bowl. Oh my god, that's still the first? <laughs> no, I'm actually in the process of packing the second one. So what now? Oh, uh, Speaking of geek stuff, have you seen Logan? No, I was going to go see it, but I didn't. I don't have the money. I, I don't know what happened. We got three paychecks this month, and the first two paychecks, I just about, I mean, I spent groceries and stuff like that, but instead of going to the grocery store and spending 50 bucks, I would spend like 150 bucks, and I've been gorging on crazy shit that I've been, ugh, man, I can't, ugh, I need to not do that, I'm gonna go back up to 250. Have I seen it? No. It's really good. It's like the best way... To describe is like a 21st century western, and it's like the old gunslinger on his one last adventure. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's it's this good. Like I don't want to see the last adventure. And, and, oh. It's it's a farewell story, and I don't want to uh, say goodbye to the actor or the character. Well, you know, the actor is still alive. Well, so is the character, but, it, you know, I'm talking about in the movies. Just like I wouldn't want to read that as a comic either. Well, you know, he's he's also dead in the comics. Well, there's old man Logan. True. But... Wolverine's... He's going to be around in some form or fashion, no matter what. He's too popular not to be. Just like when they killed Superman, when they killed Captain America, when they... I mean... The the ones that are super popular, you can damn well guarantee will be back. I mean, people like Condiment King and uh, fucking even Craven came back. Fucking hell. Yeah, that's that's true, and I'm surprised they brought him back because his ending was epic and it was legendary. And honestly, in my opinion, I don't think they should have brought him back. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm getting at here. <laughs> I know that was a really good. 
Right. I mean, it, the, yeah, the end, the story arc, the yeah. What was it called? The last hunt or last hunt? Yeah, Craven's last hunt. Yeah, I remember. I actually read those books, which is saying something because back in the day, when I collected, then I just collected for like how many comics, how many books I could have, how cool the covers looked, so that I could hang them on the wall. I would wallpaper my walls in comic books. They would be, you know, in covers and backboards, but <laughs> they would all be tacked on the walls, kind of like they are right now, but right now it's not nearly as severe because I only have Walt stuff up. The shrine continues. I have all, what is it, 12 or 16 of the quiver issues for the arrow, and then all eight or nine of the Guardian Devil Daredevil books by Kevin Smith. If I could get him to sign those, I'd put those up too. Guardian Devil. That was a good story arc. I've, I'm about halfway through Quiver now. I haven't read Guardian Devil yet. Also Quiver. Damn good story arc. They sell it in trade now at the stash. You can get it signed. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that... I'm not going to say this for 100%, but I'm like 95% sure anything you get at the store like that, books or... DVDs or any of that kind of stuff. I'm pretty sure all that stuff you get signed. It's already signed. Every time Kev come, Kev, Kev, like I know the guy, Kevin's, uh, <laughs> maybe I should just be, I would say, he's your, he, he's your homie. Yeah, like, right. yeah, man, never, me and Kev, hey, I've never met him once. I would like to meet him, but like I've said, I told this to Mark a bunch of times. I don't know if you believe me or not. Uh, I was more looking forward to meeting Walt than I was if to the chance of meeting Kevin or anything like that. I mean, Kevin's Kevin started everything, but you told me that too on the, the drive up there, and I was like, "Really?" <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I was excited to meet uh, Brian, but you, there's no guarantee that you'll meet Brian anytime you're you go there because he doesn't work at the store or anything like that. So. And then that one weekend that we were in there, like the whole time. No, 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 no. Let's let's rewind, edit that weekend when you were there the whole time, because me and stuff tapped out. He <laughs> was like, "Oh, aren't you hungry, man? Don't you want to eat? Nah, man. Food, food is for the week. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm <laughs> right, I'm in my I'm in my place of worship. You may go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like right, we're gonna go get some." food and walk around so right, that's cool man see y'all later uh, alright Marsh <laughs> talk to you soon <laughs> yeah but that weekend when I was in there uh, it was pretty much just me and Mark because Ming and Mike were at a con or something and oh oh right quick right quick speaking of cons how was Miss South Con I saw you went. I saw the photos. It was it was pretty cool. I mean, the con. It's a it's a smaller con, but people are going. Um, I mean, it looked bigger than well, before bigger than from your pictures before last year or before when you went with us ten years ago. I guess with I went with y'all two years ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's, there's a big difference um, from 
then, yeah, for sure. It's a better it's a we know it's a better hotel now. It's not like off the ghetto. <laughs> yeah. And I don't say that like I was well, you know, playing about Hickory Hill. I mean that was Yeah. No, I mean that's why I didn't push back. But like <laughs> cunts don't always grow <laughs> cunts don't always grow and though yeah. they no, either it, it was pretty grow or they shrink or they stop. Right. Well, now that it's in the nicer hotel, it's, uh, yeah, because I, I got to see uh, the the SCA had a big spot over there, and they were recruiting and oh, cool. stuff. I got to see, uh, well, we didn't speak, but I got to see, like, he, he was looking at me, and we locked eyes, and he looked away, but then he looked back at me because he was like, damn it, we, he saw me, you know? So I went over there, and <laughs> he was sitting down. I just we nodded to each other. I shook his hand, and then we I walked away. We didn't speak. It's kind of like Gustafoni. Uh, it was like the end of Harry Potter. Whenever Malfoy and Potter saw each other, oh, and they, they right. kind of just nodded to each other and then went on their merry way. Oh, right. But you know he has every right to be pissed off. But um, and then there was there was some good costumes. Some people were going all out. They were filming something, I guess, for some kind of commercial. And they had a, a big group picture of, like, all the cosplayers. And I went up there. I, Natalie was right up in the front. And she's probably in the video that they're making of the cosplay people. And she was, you know, featured on that the website. People that were coming by that were cosplaying. It was funny because... Uh, Nobody asked to take, you know, pictures or anything with my cool four-color jacket, my four-color demon's vest. And when I got in, when I got in right. the big, uh, the big cosplay picture, they were like, some of the people were giving me shit because I wasn't cosplaying. I was like, what, do you think I wear this all the time? <laughs> I, mean, I just, I look like a biker, huh? And this is my, my gang? Okay. <laughs> Well, I guess, yeah. Apparently. <laughs> because, you know, no, there's, you know, there's your baby girl as Ariel. There's somebody else as Deadpool. There's somebody, you know, really cosplay. And you roll up. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So I got out of the group picture and just took some pictures of my own. But they were all screaming and stuff. And somebody, she was trying to explain it to me later on. But somebody was aggravating her. And you could see in some of the pictures, she was aggravated. And then when everybody was screaming, you know, Mid-South Con, woo, for the cameras that were zooming in and out and stuff. Uh, she, it mm-hmm. was a little too much for her. So when they stopped, I was like, do you want to come back over? you want to come over here? And she nodded. And I said, come on. So the first half of the filming part and then they she wandered around as they all got together in the big lobby area and they like reenacted like fight scenes and the camera was going around I don't know if it was in speed or however they were shooting it but they said that it was you'd be able to catch it all in a couple of seconds so like over in the corner here we had the 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 corn road the corn road uh joker with against the little kid robin and the dad was batman and deathstroke 
And then on the other side, there was both, there was Logan, Old Man Logan, and then Wolverine with Enchantress and Flash fighting Doctor Strange, which I, I didn't even question the actual logic of the fights that were actually happening, but, uh, and then Bayamax, someone had one of those blow-up suits, you know what, <laughs> yeah. I think I've, I oh, think right. I've been I, no. from the mic this I saw that one. Yeah, I didn't post no, all the, all the well, pictures, but I didn't take you sound, tons and tons of... Yeah. What? I was saying, like, hey, you sound good on my end, so I don't think you being turned away will sound bad. And B, I actually saw your video of the guy as Betamax, and I thought that was pretty slick. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't remember what all I shared with who and how. And, huh. When we were walking in there was a girl I don't it must see cause the anime thing I got into anime and out of anime because I was into the anime at first because of you know it's super awesome on acid and shit like that but then when I stopped doing all that stuff I kind of fell off and there's so much stuff so I don't know if it was an anime character that this girl was dressed as but she had some some booty shorts on that were designed for the whole bottom of her ass to be hanging out, basically. I, I don't know. I mean, they're shorts okay. because they do cover the vagina and the top part of the ass. <laughs> but, like, uh, she walked by and Natalie stopped and said, Ooh! And the, the girl turned around and said, Oh, look, aren't you so pretty? She said, your booty's hanging out. <laughs> and it was just how she said it. <laughs> the girl, the girl face turned red. She looked at me and I kind of like put my hand over my mouth. Trying to <laughs> laugh. I said, yeah, it's okay. She, it, she's meaning for it to be that way. And she was like, why? And I was like, that's the character she's dressed as. And the girl looked kind of appalled by that point and she turned around and was already walking off by the time I was trying to explain it to Natalie it, it was it was pretty funny <laughs> uh, I mean it might not uh, it didn't sound as funny in the I retelling the, but the the actual moment was pretty fucking funny no, I mean I do love the fact that kids have no filter well right and that's what made it worse when, after I shaved my head yesterday and she was fucking teasing me all damn afternoon <laughs> talking about how <laughs> I miss your hair. She said that a whole lot. She told me I looked funny a whole bunch. She said my head looked like a peanut one time. <laughs> <laughs> well, for her point of view, oh, you know, has she ever seen you in her entire existence without hair? No, I guess not. So from her point of view, you just changed her entire worldview. <laughs> well, she helped me do it. So it's not like I should have taken more pictures of all the crazy shit well, yeah, but you know, my hair before I did though. Oh, that would have been funny, yeah. But you know, at that age kids are still learning cause and effect, so it was fun for her to do, but then it's like, oh wait <laughs> it's just gone. It's gone. He he's 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 Mr. Peanut now. <laughs> uh, Mr. Peanut, did he have glasses? Because I got some Fucking big ass glasses too right now. <laughs> My old glasses finally got too scratched, and I remembered that I actually 
I got two pairs, but the reason why I never wore these pairs because they didn't have the shave thing to where you shave the sides down to where they don't look so damn thick. So these just look super fucking thick. <laughs> I thought those were new glasses, but I was like, maybe with no hair, they just seem bigger. No, they're <laughs> so just a bigger I, I pair. Sure. Cause, you know, <laughs> when you get insurance in the deals, they give you one pair off of this rack yeah. and then one pair off of this rack free or some shit. Well, this is the... Yep. I, I don't like big, thick, just big-ass glasses. I like thinner glasses to where they don't cover your whole face and shit. And these aren't quite <laughs> as big as I'm saying, but they're bigger than I'm accustomed to, so... You know, the last time you shaved off all your hair, was that back when I was still in Memphis? No. I was living with... We were living in Olive Branch... It was uh, when her aunt lived with us. But oh, I, I, right. Right, because you had short hair in the wedding. It, I mean, not this short, because right now you got, like, the buzz cut going, but, yeah. Yeah, I just shaved it all off. This Like, the whatever the length is that I shaved my beard whenever I finally... It's going to take me a long time to grow this stuff on my cheeks. It took me, like, six months to grow it the first time. Wow, really? My goatee and stuff... And my mustache grows quickly, but my there's two or three spots on my cheeks that just don't grow. So I have to, for it to look right, I, it has to grow and grow over the spots to where I can, you know, kind of brush it down. Yep, I have a patchwork, patchwork thing going on. I don't know, man. Okay, so... Well, I... Did they say it in the movie? Did the X Men? Did Xavier kill the X Men with one of his seizures? I mean, I guess at this point, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. We're about to spoil. Just warning you: don't get mad at us if we spoil. Well, I don't think that this is going to be anybody's very first very first episode. We we always spoil everything because I never watch anything and Pat always has to tell me about it. So, I've... I, I guess so. I guess that's our MO. But, okay, so to answer your question, <laughs> to answer your question, they never say it outright, but they drop enough clues that, yes, that's what happened. That's so sad. And not just the X-Men, but 600 of the people in Westchester and that's why they're on the run nice and he doesn't remember doing it because each time he has a seizure it's like Alzheimer's so like his memory keeps coming and going and the drugs they have him on to prevent his seizures also affect his memory so yeah um, and and there are also no more mutants in the world. There's no more mutants, period, or there's no more being made? There's no more to being born, and the ones that were around have already been rounded up. Rounded up and killed, or rounded up in internment camps, or... They never go into it. They just say they were rounded up. And now people in the world have almost forgotten that there was ever even an age of mutants. Like, there's some guy on 
the radio while Logan's driving. And he's like, man, why are we still talking about mutants? They're gone. Who cares anymore? And I'm like, damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I don't want to see that story. It, 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 it's too real, <laughs> <got> man. <laughs> But it's a good story and a good movie, so when you work yourself up to it, I think you will enjoy it. And there's no after when someone when someone the sends scene, it to me. So. There, uh, when someone sends it to me on PDF, eventually I'll watch it. PDF? You mean MP4? Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. When somebody sends me the fucking file, I'll watch it. All right, PDF. What's a PDF? A, a PDF is a form of a. It's a style of text document. PDF text. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I ran out of incense, so I'm not smoking any. So I don't know. Uh... <laughs> oh my god! So this is still bowl number one. <laughs> Uh, I took a couple of hits off of the bowl before oh. my incense died. Okay, so one and a half. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, good job on the edit with um, Argentina. That was a fun episode. When she talked, it was okay. She told it told me on Twitter, <laughs> or she posted it on Twitter that she didn't talk because she was having too much fun or something, but. She did talk. She yeah, did actually that. talk yeah. a little more, but you know, we were all kind of just chit chatting and gabbing and gossiping and saying inappropriate things and just you know being silly and shit and some of the stuff, you know, nobody's business. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to share everything. That's it, man. Nonsense, man. I've actually heard you on Welcome to the Alamo. Nobody's business. Yeah, but that's a di- You're an open that, book on there, man. Podcast, <laughs> that's what that podcast is all about. Is sharing <laughs> lots of inappropriate shit. You're more than welcome to come on sometime and uh, say some inappropriate shit. Oh, no, no. Shit. Y'all get way... Y'all get way too... <laughs> Inappropriate, man. I can't hang. It all comes out. All the receipts are displayed. Oh, welcome to the Alamo. So. Are you afraid, Pat? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Y'all, y'all hardcore, man. Like, I thought I could hang, but I was like, man, no. They raw. They raw. I can't do it. I'm just an. I'm just an. They call me an enabler. Is what I am. <laughs> I, I encourage the crazy which I technically I really don't but technically I do because of how I edit the podcast so I can't I can't say anything about me not being guilty I encourage him being crazy but it's almost 11 so we need to wrap it up but before I do I want to tell folks some more oh, geek you stuff. know we talked about hey. Joss Whedon they're talking about him doing the uh, Batgirl movie Batgirl, yes. 
And I saw the group photo of him with the cast of Buffy. Right. And that that touched me. It was like it was like the best high school reunion I could ask for, even though I never went to high school. Did you see any of, of the uh, individuals and stuff? Or just the group? I did. How, yeah, how, I saw, did I saw you, all of did them. Did you see I, why Giles wasn't there? Actually, no. I, I just figured he couldn't get on the plane from, um, from London. They had, from they had like a, a picture of him, but it was like a painted picture or something. Oh, cool. No, okay. I guess I missed that one. Did they say why he couldn't make it? I didn't read it. That's why I was asking. Oh. Uh, what else? Um, um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is really kicking ass this season. And they come back from their hiatus this Tuesday. And if you haven't caught up, check it out on demand or on iTunes or whatever and get caught up. This season is really, really good. The the way they did it is really cool because they had a season, but they broke it up into three story arcs. Now, each story arc feeds into the other one, but there are distinct arcs for the season. And it was Ghost Rider, then LMD, and now The Framework. It's really good, and I really hope ABC renews them for a sixth season because <laughs> they still haven't said if they are or they aren't yet. But it is some of the best TV I've seen in a while this season, and they have really hit their stride, and I don't want them to pull an angel on Age of the Shield because they canceled Angel in season five when that's their best season. <laughs> they are in their stride anyway. Apparently a lot of people didn't agree. <laughs> Damn, Mark. <laughs> I guess fuck you too. No, man. no, no. I, I love Angel. I, I, I was really into see. I was, I was all, all the way in on season one through five, but I mean, they were canceled because people stopped watching as much. So it's all about the numbers and the money. So apparently, some a lot of people were rubbed the well, wrong I way mean, by season five. I don't know. Them being a part well, of the machine well, was no, too the, much. The thing is, the how they do ratings is still weird because they still use Nielsen the boxes. old style ratings, like the Nelsons, right? And most people, well, even back then, people would record the show or you know other stuff like that and the people they give the boxes to don't always represent the the audience the show is trying to find so I've yet to meet anybody who watched the show who didn't love that season and watched the show more anyway well, it was popular, I guess my point is to get the next season in comic book form so yeah, I guess my point is in the current age I'm tired of them only relying on that. Now, some companies have started to factor in on-demand or DVRs or mobile or whatever. And that actually helps shows keep a following and stay on longer. I guess my point is, don't cancel S.H.I.E.L.D. and don't cancel The Expanse. <laughs> because The Expanse, the Expanse has been... Well, that's That's out of nowhere. The expense, the expense is based on what I'm trying to save all my shows. So the expense is based on my favorite sci-fi novel series, also the expense. But it's currently a show on the sci-fi channel, and it is the best science fiction show 
I have seen since Battlestar Galactica in the scope and the special effects and the storytelling. It is really good. They've been renewed for a third season, but we aren't sure if they're going to renew them for a fourth season. And we're trying to keep the show going because it's a very expensive show to produce. And if you ever saw it and saw the special effects, you would understand why it's so expensive. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, really, the special effects are like movie quality for a TV show. So the show is not cheap. So... I know Sci-Fi Channel is taking a chance pumping all this money into it. So I guess if you like Always Been on Geek, check out The Expanse on the Sci-Fi Channel because after you get into it, you're not going to want it to go away either. If you like Always really Been good. on Geek, you'll like The Expanse. Oh, I've never even seen that. <laughs> I've never even heard of that. Yeah, but, yeah, but as, as, as we have already covered, you see nothing. I see everything, and then I tell you about it. So I'm telling you. (laughs) As the person who who sees everything, this show is awesome. You've seen everything. I haven't seen everything. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, just 10 years. (laughs) Um, On the CW, those shows are rocking. Supergirl, Flash, Legends, Arrow. And apparently, they... Those shows are in no danger of being canceled, so I'm not concerned. I'm just saying they're really cool. Go check it out. And this season, this season of Arrow is really, really good. All right, if you're an Arrow fan and you fell off around third or fourth season, as some Arrow fans did, get back into it. Fifth season is they are back in fighting form. This is the best season with the best villain since season two. And if you're an Arrow fan, you know what that means. It means it's damn good. You need to you need to get back into Arrow. I fell off in season one, episode one. <laughs> I got about halfway through episode one and was like, um, "Let me go do this," and then forgot all about it. Well, as we've covered, I see all. So as the all see one, like the Watcher, which I guess I am. You need to check out this season of Arrow. So do we call you Sexy Black Uatu? What's his name? <laughs> well, you know, in the comics, he's dead. So I, I guess this, the Watcher will do. <laughs> Speaking of geek stuff, if you're not reading the Ultimates for Marvel, you're missing out on one of the best sci-fi cosmic epics Marvel's doing. That's one of my favorite comics. It's The Ultimates 2. It's, pre- it's pretty much the second season of The Ultimates. It's yeah, really freaking it. Like, they, they, they are changing the entire cosmic hierarchy of the Marvel universe in that comic. Like, like I knew shit was real when spoilers, when I saw <laughs> wasn't it? Um, Lord Order, Lord Order and Master Chaos murder the Living Tribunal. <laughs> and I knew then shit was real. Oh. <laughs> straight, right, right, straight up murdered him in front of Galactus. The Gal- Galactus is <laughs> I was not like, the same what? Galactus now, though, right? Because of them. No, he's right. He's also the life bringer because of the Ultimates. So wouldn't, but wouldn't he just bring them back to life then? Is that why they did it? 
No, because here's what happened. When the Ultimates made Galactus into the Lifebringer, Lord Order and Master Chaos said this disrupted the cosmic hierarchy and they wanted a ruling. So they went before the Living Tribunal and the Living Tribunal pretty much said in this new age of the universe after the destruction of the old one during the secret wars and this reborn universe the old rules no longer apply so he can be the life bringer it's all good so then <laughs> Lord Order and Master Chaos went well the old rules no longer apply fuck you and they murdered the living tribunal <laughs> this backstabbed them straight up took him out <laughs> Oh, yeah, he set himself up for that one, though. Right, right. So, since that is now the law of the land for the new cosmic hierarchy, Lord Order and Master Chaos have merged oh, into one boy. being. And as this new being, they went and they murdered all the Celestials except for one. <laughs> he escaped. Like, the entire cosmic hierarchy is being altered in this comic book. And if you're a fan of that stuff like me and Marshall are you should really be reading the ultimates it's really oh, good wow. <laughs> that's only a taste like cause the cause the overarching mystery of the series is who has put eternity in chains somebody has chained eternity he's in a cage captured the personification of the multiverse has been locked down maybe it was and his, trying to figure- maybe it was his paramour um, they have already ruled her out, so they are trying to track down who has the power to cage the living personification of reality. And anyway, it's a good comic book series. I forgot what her name was. <laughs> you should so check it out. Do you remember what her name was? Infinity. Infinity? Oh, okay. Yep. You know, they're on season. This is kind of... It's not comic book geek talk, but... Um, I just started watching. It's in season episode five, Survivor. For this season, wait, how is how is this geek talk whatsoever? You don't think people geek out <laughs> over Survivor. I, well, I, I, I suppose so, man. You do, so I guess that fits. Man, I've even applied to be on the damn show. I don't. <laughs> it would have been really cool if I got on it. That'd have been really fucking cool, but. I mean, you know, I'm I'm in better shape now. Maybe I should put another video in for a season and see what happens. So, if you were on the show, what role would you play? Would you be the backstabbing asshole? No, would you I be would... the one that tries to get alone? Well, I would have to play to my strengths, which would be my social, like being friendly and stuff. But then, if pe- too many people like you, you're a target too. So. <sighs> I don't know. I would just get there and see what happens. But I would definitely be bullshitting people, and I'd probably end up getting caught in a lie and voted out is probably what would happen. <laughs> well, you still also have to win the challenges, too, so well, you have yeah, to win the I don't challenges. Know. If and... I'm starved, I don't know how strong I'll really be out there, but if I if I actually thought that I would get on, I would start like depriving myself of food a little bit. So that it wouldn't be it wouldn't be such a shock to my system like it is for everybody when they get out there. But uh, it's another all star season. It's called Game Changers. People through the past seasons that made a difference in their seasons, one way or another. And it, it's pretty good. That's all I was wanting to say. 
I've only seen one episode, so I've only just just seen some of the people that were in it. But apparently, that one episode changed your game. Boom! Look at that. It all comes back around. See how? I, see how I made all that connect, man? This is what happens when we don't have guests. <laughs> we just go farther, farther down the rabbit hole of bullshit. <laughs> well, not really bullshit. I really want to try to find the ultimates now because that's pretty cool. It is. It is. I think you would. I know how much we both dig the well, cosmic stuff. Oh, up till about a, the Marvel U two months ago. So maybe. It says something about it in the Silver Surfer comic. I'm, I'm far behind. I'm fixing to start going through. I have like two long boxes that are DC, old DC comics from like 80s. And I'm fixing to start selling stuff. I need to try to get my truck fixed and stuff. And, and I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I can't save. So I need to do something to to get some money together. Also know those feels, man. I mean, I'm never going to read the, those comments because I'm not DC anyway. I don't even really know what I have in there except for some Batman stuff, uh, All-Star Squadron, I have some Jonah Hex. I used to love All-Star Squadron when I was a kid. That was one of my favorite comics when I was growing up. I, in fact, almost have the entire run in yeah, my closet. I have closet. a lot of them. I don't know. I have like the first... 30 or 40 or 50 issues or something. Roy Thomas had a knack for writing the Golden Age World War II DC heroes. Like, it's just it's just a really <laughs> I have only fun memories of the All-Star Squadron. I always enjoyed that kind of book. But then I have tons of like Sergeant Rock and Unknown Soldier and Oh, all the old War comics, yeah. yeah. Combat, I have some of those, but are they really worth more than a quarter? I mean, <laughs> Ghost Take. No, I don't have any of those. <laughs> probably. Well, I know some of them. Some probably not. Some of the uh, Sergeant Rocks were from an artist. I think that he's he's passed now. That Joe Kubert. I think so. Like the artist, the one that started the Joe. Cooper School of Art, <laughs> one of the finest comic artists of oh. his generation. Are you telling and me of that all I should time? know this? Is what you're saying in your mocking tone here? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. I'm not. I'm not trying to mock. I'm just amazed that you have. Because one of the characters that he made his name on was Sergeant Rock. Like he's a famous comic artist, man. Like really famous oh, and I mean, well I... regarded. I don't know. There's some of the issues that are worth something, but I don't know which ones. And it's gonna. I mean, his sons are as well known. As well known as he is. Yeah, I mean, we've. I mean, you know their work because they used to do the X Men back in our I mean, era. I know the last name. I just didn't. Uh, up until. Four or five years ago, I never paid attention to the names of writers or artists, or I just knew that I liked the X Men. I really liked this artist during Inferno. I really like, you know, I mean, I, I learned who uh, when Image, right before Image, when Jim Lee and Rob Liefeld and all those 
when the comic boom hit and the names they became like rock stars and they didn't really were like that before I remember those guys but I saw on uh, Mark Bernardin's Instagram page that he said something like and when you're with Jim Lee and he says oh I saved the original sketches for the X-Men number one comic and he shows you and it showed Jim Lee and holding out all four of the the pages for the X-Men number one Uh, and some white guy that was with them that looked extremely excited to be in the picture but I don't know who that was it wasn't Mark Bernardin that's awesome those man that was my era of X-Men comics because then they had the the fifth comic which was all four of them and you could fold that page out and then it was there was a reversible poster on the other side it had the whole X-Team all stacked on top of each other yeah man I bought like 15 of those fucking comics I butchered those things man (laughs) I took the we were uh, we were since marks I mean mean, you know I didn't save them like a super mark you know I have maybe a couple of issues a couple of the number ones but some of our friends bought like no I bet I bet in the way that they they got us to buy multiple copies so we could have like the we could make the one piece of like get the unfold the gatefold cover and like you know (laughs) they still do it it's just variant covers. Yeah. Could could be some of the first variant I, covers I've ever had. I actually do enjoy I guess what we're saying is enjoy your comics in all the ways you choose to enjoy them. But I actually do have to roll. <laughs> this is a <laughs> a good way to end it though. So speaking of geeks, are you gonna talk about your three favorite black ones now? Um actually yes. Once again, here's a shout out. That was a good segue. No, no, no. I agree. Well done. Once again, this is a good shout out to my boys who don't know I exist, but I dig that podcast. (laughs) Three Black Geeks. (laughs) Go check it out. It's too bad we don't Um, have more listeners, man. Maybe they actually could be like, who the fuck has always been on Geek? We've listened to a couple episodes. Every episode for fucking two years, he's been saying, go see. Who the fuck is this dude? It builds up, man. It builds up. Um, as always, check out the voice of Free Planet X. Um, check out Hardcore History. Oh, I have. For folks who don't know, I am really into politics. Um, and one of oh. my favorite, one of my favorite political podcasts is don't Pod you your Save Propaganda. Here, uh, 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 too late. It's Pod Save America. You should go check it out. It's actually done by two. I think the former speechwriter for Obama and one of his old staffers. But it's funny and it's insightful and I love it. Positive America, if you're in the politics and you lean towards the left, you would enjoy that podcast. Um, as always, check out Cooing the Gang. If you want a good laugh, she's funny. Um, Why are you getting more podcasts to the list and you still haven't listened to Tom Steve Dave? Yeah, because now all those podcasts I started out with from the beginning, Tell Us Steve Dave is over, what, 500 episodes long? It's it's too deep, man. I will let you take care of <laughs> Tell Us Steve Dave. Just last episode, you said you would start listening to it. Well, yeah, I actually put that on the list right next to Kingdom of Heaven. 
<laughs> so, what the I, fuck, I, man? I, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. <laughs> oh, fuck. No. Don't even say it. Like, like, no, okay. I didn't realize it was like that. You were just saying that to bullshit because Argentina was here. That's okay. The ants are awesome folks. Yes, and you should actually list some of their podcasts. Ant podcasts? Well, I think everybody on the New Pod World Order is an ant. That's a lot of podcasts. I can't even keep up with them all, so go to the newpodworldorder.com. You can find us all there. Um, iTunes and Stitcher as well. There's a list of them. There's even a new one. Um, Hullabaloo? I think is what it's called, podcast. I haven't listened to it yet. It's going to be a hoot. There's a lot of funny folks in it. I guess you can find us on Twitter at AlwaysBetOnGeek and AlwaysBetOnGeek at Gmail. And there's always Google, AlwaysBetOnGeek. Um, and when you do use Google, prepare yourself for the magnificence of what you would find from hashtag Mr. Influence. He I makes didn't say anything about me. I makes said it always bet on geek. Newpodworldorder.com <laughs> Why do you say it like that, man? It sounded like, well, I guess this is it. <laughs> Go ahead and wrap it up. New Pod World Order. Dot com. I guess we'll see you later if the world is still spinning. <laughs> uh, you, you you got everything that I thought just by that, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, it it also does help that we've been best friends since for like, what two decades, twenty years. So I pick up on the subtext, the subtleties, the titter of your voice. I got it all, man. I guess you can't see the look on my face. <laughs> I can't, but I can imagine it. It's right there in my mind's eye. Daddy. Yeah, baby. Daddy. Yeah. Did you give me chocolate milk? I did. <laughs> All right, that's that's the best note ever <laughs> to end it on. So. So, um, this has been your friendly neighborhood co-host, Pat, and up north, (laughs) across the redneck oasis. (laughs) Hold hold, hold on. Hold on a second. It's your boy, Marsh. We have to go be a dad, so I guess on that note, we out. (laughs) Call us Nino Brown, the daywalker. (laughs) okay and now we out bye (laughs) we're about to spoil just warning you don't get mad at us if we spoil and that's it